With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Giants have been playing catch-up all night long. And the possible tying runs are on base now. He has his one for four in the game. There's a high drive to right. Is it fair? Down the line. It is a grand slam into the water. Can you believe it? And they all score. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski at Joe0670 on Twitter. Chris Ranji at Chris Ranji. The show BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily. We're live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM, HD2 in Chicago. Chicago's new home for wagertainment, 93.1 FM, HD3 in Los Angeles. Odyssey app, Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Oh, not to pat ourselves on the back, Chris Ranji, but what a night. What a night capping Major League Baseball. The White Sox were a show bet, and you, you take them against the lefty. We'll get to today against the lefty once mm-hmm. again. You take them against the lefty, but that's again. really not that's not the reason they won. They won because uh, they didn't allow a run in that game. So we, we agreed on the White Sox. I had Cincinnati. Maybe a little luck because it took extras. They were scoreless uh, going to extra innings against Milwaukee. The Reds end up uh, taking that one two to one. Uh, so, I, like I mentioned, you also had the White Sox. You mentioned Colorado. Colorado. You, I Darvish, didn't... another rough outing. I didn't make him a lightning. I made him a lean. And I said yeah. it plus 205 on the money line. Hey, I, I like this. And one of the reasons is the Padres... Uh, well, they did face a lefty right now, uh, last night, correct? Chi Chi, is he a lefty? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. and they are not, so. they are one of the worst teams in baseball against lefty pitchers this year, which is crazy because they have a couple of really good right handed hitters. So, I'm, I'm not exactly sure why, why that's the case. Um, but yeah, you, you it, that looked like a really good number to me. I didn't have the guts to actually do it. But I did have a lean for the Padres. I also had a lean for the Texas Rangers. I was win. more impressed with this one. With, with the Padres? No, uh, with, 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 with the, the Rangers one. Oh, well, okay. So I went Texas. And did you see what happened last night? Uh-huh. They had the lead. And then they were in the 10th inning and they took the lead again. So here they are trying to lock down a win. Evans is on the mound to do just that. He gets the first guy on base. So, you know, you already get the runner at second base. So they've got first and second, nobody out. 3-2 count to Jason Castro. He strikes the dude out, called ball four on a 3-2 pitch. Next hitter, Jose Altuve, two pitches in, hits a slam. So uh, I think I was screwed by the umpire, and yeah, I would but, like to have my, I have my money show, back. This is why I was more impressed. On the show, you yeah. said first five. Oh, I did? Even yes. better. All right, good you for You said me. first five, which did hit. It was Rangers yep. two to one. 
But if you had full game, that was a loser. You have the lead. You're down to the final out. And uh, Altuve with the Grand Slam Astros end up winning six to three. But you did say on the show first five, and that was like plus one forty five, plus one fifty. Yeah, which is uh, that that was good. I'm I'm happy that hit for anybody who did follow that advice. Uh, Congratulations, and you're welcome. Also, uh, I was wrong, however, about the Marlins in St. Right. Louis. The Cardinals right. ended up winning two to one in that. Um, but I, I mean, it was it was close enough, so <laughs> I'll feel pretty good about it. But hey, we'll take the White Sox and let's do the White Sox again, buddy. I'm uh, right oh. behind them one more time against the lefty. I, it, again, it's it's just an automatic bet right now. They're the it's, best um, offense in baseball against lefties. Yeah. I just I I don't know how you go against them. And I think if you do it every single time, consistently by the end of the year, you're going to come out ahead. Uh, I do want to add. I don't think it was a bad cap. It's just it didn't work out your way for the Marlins game. Your yeah. your team gave up two runs and you lose the game. Like what are you right. <laughs> what are you supposed to do there? And right. uh, I do want to shout out to Jake Hassan. He said take Taiwan Walker over five and a half, and he ends up with twelve strikeouts against the Cubs great night game. for him. Yeah, twelve, <laughs> twelve. <laughs> Wow. Um, terrible for the Cubs. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. As far as today's slate, yeah, we've got 15 games, I believe seven this afternoon, eight in the evening, and we have to start with the White Sox. So the question is, do you want to lay a number? It, it's it's not a ton. It's not a ton. You have Giolito on your side, and you have the White Sox offense going up against a left-handed starter. So uh so did, did they finally post a number over at points bet for for some reason there was a bit of a delay on that one this morning. Oh for which number are you talking the, about? The White Sox game. Oh here we go. Okay, it's yeah, minus it's, 139. Yeah, 139 and Tampa is a 127 underdog. And you know again, I I like to do first 5 but not here. I I here's the way I bet the White Sox. If I'm going to go with them I'm going with them full game, and the reason I do that is their bullpen is good enough to hold a lead. So if you're going to go ahead and bet the first five, you might as well take the entire game. You're going to get a better number, and the likelihood is they're going to hang on to a lead. So if you if you win the first five, the likelihood is you're going to win the entire game because their pen is good enough to hang on to leads. Doesn't happen every single time, but for the most part, if they've got the lead after five or six, they're probably going to win outright. So I would rather take the better number minus 139 and bet the White Sox today. Yeah, we usually don't give out favorites like this. We uh, lean to a lot of underdogs or around even money. So this is kind of heavy for us. But uh, it is. Yeah, I would not do a run line against Tampa Bay. I I know there are some people that like, oh, White Sox against lefty. I'll take the run line. I get the White Sox at plus plus money with Giolito, plus 142 if you play it that way. I just, against Tampa Bay, I'm not going to lay the run, and I'm at home, and yeah. Well, well, here's another thing you can do. I mean, you can, I know Yarbrough's had a pretty good year, but if you think the White Sox are going to score a little bit today, you could just take them to get four runs. Uh, Take that total. It's four runs. It's minus 110. Uh, for them to to get to that point. And I think that would it, it should be uh, for a team that's as good as they are against left-handed pitching. That should be relatively easy for them. Giolito to get a win is plus 125 today. Smaller sample, a lot of success against the race. But it, again, small sample. The FIP is around 1 and 31% strikeout rate for whatever that's worth. Okay, talk me out of this one. Probably going to need you to do that. All right. I don't know who Robert Stock is, 
but I want to bet on him against Jacob. DeGrom. Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> yes, so good. Did you Airplane. watch when they brought it back on that Netflix? Uh, I did, and and actually, I sometimes listen to the podcast. Oh wow! There, there's a I'm... there's an unsolved mysteries podcast, and uh, by the way, they use the old '80s theme song, which I always found to be terrifying so i still immediately when i hear the old unsolved mysteries theme so scary i feel like okay somebody's <laughs> about to break into my house i check the locks yeah yeah every time <laughs> somebody's gonna break in or it's gonna be an alien it shows so good it wasn't as great as i remember in the 80s but bringing it back there were some stories that were wild wild oh, i do see i do yeah. suggest you watching that okay why do i want to bet on robert stock i know nothing about this guy i i follow the cubs and uh i know nothing when you look on some of the sites that give you your, your the pitching matchups they don't even have a picture for the guy nobody has a stock photo of robert stock going against jacob Degrom. what do you know um, the Cubs actually kind of hit the Grom. I I hesitate to say that about the Grom against anyone, but in a large sample, they're hitting over 300, 380 on base, almost an 800 OPS, which is very high against the Grom. And then uh, they're like, what? Minus 300? Minus 300? I don't know anything about Robert Stock, but I want to take the Cubs at plus 250. Talk me out of it. Well, I can't talk you out of it because I like sometimes. And I, I don't have the overall numbers in baseball on this, but I get the feeling that a lot of times teams have difficulty with pitchers they know nothing about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if they're minor leaguers or there's not a ton of video on them, and there's video on everybody now, but it, it's one thing to see minor league video than to see the major league stuff. Um, and you've never had a chance to face him for yourself. Sometimes teams, Good teams even have difficulty with pitchers like that. So I don't think it's crazy. And also right-handers, the Mets aren't great. They're not terrible against right-handed pitching, but they're also not, they're, they're average. They are right dead in the middle of Major League Baseball in terms of producing against righties. So the number's good. I, I, I can't talk you out of it. I'm going to let you go with it. And uh, yeah, but plus 250, the number is so good. So are you, are you talking money line, like straight money line, or are you? Yeah, yeah, I want to get into that Mets bullpen. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, and, and here's the other thing about the Cubs. What I said about the White Sox and their bullpen, if the Cubs have a lead, they're going to hang on to it late. It was plus 270 earlier this morning. Yeah. Plus 270, and still at plus 250 has a lot of value. When, when, you, when I hear you talk about lineups going up against right-handed pitchers, I just... I just can't help but laugh at the greatest interview that you've ever conducted, oh, dude. which is like a 30 second story okay. because it was like a 10 second interview, I believe. But please share with the people what I am referencing. So when I was working uh, White Sox pre and post game, I had to do a pregame interview with a player, coach, whatever. You, you grab somebody and then you, you do a quick two minute interview for the pregame show. And they had a new ish reliever named Ryan Buckvich. And he had just been called up and, you know, there's no, there's nothing, no book on him or anything. So my question to him and what I was asking him is tell us about yourself. Like, are you a fastball curveball guy, like fastball slider? Are you a, you know, primarily a curveball guy? Like what, what kind of pitcher are you? And so that was my question. I said, tell us about Ryan Buckfitch. What kind of pitcher or what sort of pitcher are you? And he pauses a beat and says, 
uh, right-handed. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember the rest of the interview. I nobody just, does, and nobody I, cares. I, I was like, because that, okay. that was it. That was it. You could have walked off the stage, taken your microphone, and thrown it down on the ground, right-handed. Like I remember, you, I... you you're a major league pitcher. You have not been asked this question before in your life. Like, hey, what kind of stuff you got? What do you throw here? We're trying to get some Ryan Buckfitch yeah. information. Can you help us out? He was right-handed. <laughs> he was super nice. And I remember exactly where I was sitting when I asked and we were in the tunnel behind uh, the clubhouse. And I, you know, there were a couple of chairs and I asked him the question. And I remember when he said that in my head going, what the hell, dude? I mean, right handed. I can see that the Did gloves you, on the left hand. I know you're right. When, when you sent that interview in, did you know it would be played literally thousands of times? No, no, I, I didn't know it was going to become that. Yeah, but but that interview is uh, right-handed with it with me, right-handed. Dude, Something to it, be and proud it's, of. It's, it is the most famous thing Ryan Buckvich has ever done. There is, it, is no do doubt about he, that one. I wonder if he knows. I wonder if he knows that became yes. a thing. Yes, I think he does. Okay. I think he does. Also on today's card, this is an afternoon game. Uh, the Royals have lost five in a row. And they are a minus 151 favorite. <sighs> yeah, Brady Singer has success against the Tigers. A lot of pitchers do. Should we be looking at the Tigers? Because I just, I'm looking at this Royals team and I'm like, I don't think they should be minus 150 favorites against anyone. Uh, I agree with you. In Kansas City, so in just going the, the handedness matchup, they are sure. not very good against the lefties either, so that probably works against them here. So mm -hmm. I would be inclined to go Tigers. And and I, I told you this, I don't have any problem. I, I bet Tigers the other day behind Matthew Boyd, and that worked out for me. Um, yep. Yeah, the, I mean, both teams stink, but I think Kansas City is, look, they're, they are, they're exactly what I thought they were going to be when they got off to the strong start this year. Yes. And everybody's yep. like, can Kansas City win the division? Well, I mean, yeah, the Pirates can win the Central in the National League, but they're not going sure. to. Um, same deal for Kansas City. I, I don't have any problem going uh, Scooball Detroit over Kansas City today. Uh, Scooball against this roster, 38 plate appearances, so smallish sample size, but uh, exit velo of only 83 miles per hour. That's... Uh, they're not get, they're not uh, crushing him. Let's just say that in that small sample. Uh, late tonight, Wheeler is a dog. I know it's at the Dodgers. It's against Clayton Kershaw, but Wheeler's a dog. So should we be looking Phillies? The Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, look, the it's number is one. good, but I yeah, I'm I would not. I, I'd I, like I, more. I I'm going. I'm at the Dodgers. I'm going against Kershaw. I feel like I should get a better number. Then what? Plus one thirty-three. Yeah, I, I would think so. And and Philly's not their their handedness stats the, against the lefties. It's average. Um, so it wouldn't be unheard of if if they have a good night against him. But I'm not going to bet on that. I think I would probably stay away. The uh that Cubs number, by the way, is is going up a little bit. It's at two fifty-five now. I wonder if okay. that's going to continue to climb as we get closer to first pitch. I would still probably. Might jump on the plus 255 now 
still a good number. And then maybe if it if it climbs even more, you take it again later on. But I, I would go with that number right now. Uh, quickly, anything else that uh, catches your eye? Well, right now, again, uh, I, I want to bet Texas because they've got a good number against Zach Greinke and the Houston Astros. They're a plus I might 190. Bet, yeah, I might bet Cincinnati Win. again. Again, I might do it.